Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no prostitutes. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're joining us to be fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are, with no apologies for it, making you not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who finds himself missing the best part about parties, leaving early. And I've got crowd favorites with me, John. Hey. Hello. And I've got Antonia. Hey. Hello. All right, so let's kick it off. John, what's this about them tearing down the Sky Dome? Uh, yep. It's time to get rid of it, I guess. How old is it? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Google it. I but guess. <laughs> It's 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 a nice little. It doesn't seem old to me until I think about it. Like I was definitely in that building watching WrestleMania 18, which was a long enough time ago, and it it took the Donovan Bailey documentary to remember that his race against Michael Johnson was also taking place there. <laughs> so I guess it's old enough to. Uh, is there talks of rebuild or are they relocating? They want to build something bigger for the Blue Jays. 1989. That's old enough. June 3rd, 1989. Um, there's, I don't know what they're going to do, but it's going to take at least three years probably because they're going to build it in the same place. So. Oh. Um, I mean, other than suggested things of moving the team around Canada um, or playing in Montreal, there's only really Montreal and uh, that's it. That's capable of, I mean, if there's fans in there. Yeah, that's true. At that point, capable of um, holding that many fans. So, I mean, I don't see anywhere, anywhere else in Canada. But, I mean, as of now, our teams are only name. I mean, our team's a name. Because <laughs> they're all going to be <laughs> either shipped out or not allowed to cross the borders. So. What do you mean? We still have the Tampa Bay Raptors. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. The COVID Raptors. It'll be fine. But um, no, I mean it's time to. I think it's time to get rid of it. Um, can't really do too many updates to it. Um, upgrading into inside of it, it's nice. I suppose that's true. Quiet toilet bowl. Is it still gonna have the retractable roof though? Well, I mean, maybe they'll come up with a dome. I mean that that's very archaic. I mean, you you look at the stuff that they've done in um. It was ahead of its time for the time. For the time, I mean, granted, our our don't. I mean, our roofs have to deal with um. Canadian winters, so. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you see uh, some of the stuff they've done down the states in the NFL stadiums. Uh, it's pretty interesting stuff, so I'm looking forward to seeing what the um, concepts that they come up with. Um. Will this also be known as a Sky Dome to you? No, there's only one Sky Dome. All right, and when it's gone, we stop talking about the Sky Dome, or we, be, we go remember when the Sky uh, Dome. We just talk about it in fond uh, memories, such as the Exhibition Stadium. Of course. <laughs> of course. You're freezing cold. <laughs> well, that's just Canada. It's anywhere with a dome. 
So I read that Ryan Reynolds, after wrapping his movie Red Notice, took it upon himself to send and record over 400 personal messages to each crew member, and sometimes including their pets as well. <laughs> like, is he going for nicest person alive? Is just just the most Canadian thing you've ever heard in your life? Like, he may as well have done this astride a giant moose, just leading a herd of bison. Just I think the most Canadian thing. I think he just <laughs> comes about it naturally. He's never seemed like somebody who's malicious or somebody who seeks attention or anything like 400 messages yeah so time he honestly just comes across as that type of person he also recently bought some like a baseball team or something ever and like also acquired its town (laughs) why not by accident i think i don't think that was the intention or soccer team something like that he just yeah he comes he seems generally like he comes just about it like oh yeah this is something i wanted to do like a deadpool you gotta love him yeah it's not like he's doing it for accolades or anything. He's just no, like, I want to write, ro- I want to write notes, and these are the notes. I don't care how many people will get it done. I mean, I'm sure he had help in writing them. If he did, he, like, did he handwrite them or were these they? Are, these are recorded. These are video recordings. Oh, video recordings. Oh, that's easy then. Still though, that's he does. He does hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of filming. Like this is just like doing takes for all over a fee. again. <laughs> it's like doing yeah, but I don't know when there's that many people that mean something to you. I love that Get it done. because especially since they got s- they got stopped halfway through production because of COVID and then had to make the adjustments to uh, put in new safety measures. I if I were part of that crew, I think it's great. Yeah, it's a sweet thing to do. Absolutely. And, you know, those little gestures go a long way when when times are tough. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and speaking of people doing great things while time is while times are tough, uh, Khalil Steve, right, the hero building tiny homes for the homeless in Toronto, needs to be protected at all costs, fight for him, give him money, like, just city Toronto suck it because it's a dangerous game y'all are playing. Yeah, they're really trying to kick him off and be like, oh, it's because it's on public property and, oh, we need to make sure, blah, blah. I'm like, how about we house people? Hey. How about we make sure <laughs> that people stay warm But he came winter? up with a creative way to kind of go around it, didn't he? He's asking people to, if they have private property. So there are some churches who are going to allow him to put these houses on there. But the city was coming up with some BS about how, oh, they're flammable. They're not. Every single one is outfitted with smoke detectors, but also they're not flammable. They're not. Like, no one's building fires inside these things. They're the, they've made sure to take all sorts of safety measures with them. They're, they're insulated. Like, these are, yeah, he's taking very, very good care. Building materials. Like, he's, yep. Every little bit, they have windows, they have doors, like they're yeah, ventilated. This is some DIY warm. thing, like this yeah. man's a licensed carpenter. Yeah, and then there's also like another group that were coming up with those foam domes as well too that the city was like, oh, these are also, and they're like, no, 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 these are also still good, also outfitted with smoke detectors, also have like, and the people who have been sleeping them have had nothing but great things to say about them. But also the blind eye we turn to the event tents with, the outdoor heating lamps inside just to try to save these patios to still have indoor outdoor space Listen, the to internet, still dine in like the internet said it here. best the internet said it best once you put an enclo- once you enclose an outdoor space it becomes an indoor space hello so you defeated the purpose you were like oh outdoor dining no it's indoor dining now it doesn't matter that it's up against it's open against a, a wall or whatever like it's indoor dining now yep so just shut it down shut it <laughs> It sucks the because then we have people yeah. like that idiot out in Etobicoke. I won't even mention his name because it's not worth mentioning. Ugh. Who was inciting people to break laws and, you know, 
down with the man and blah, 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 and the name of small businesses. It wasn't the name of small businesses. It was the name of you. It was in your name. It was in your interest. You had nobody else in mind when you did all that nonsense. You put a lot of people in danger. All of those people should have been arrested, in my, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. It shouldn't have just been the owner. Every last person who was there defying rules should have been arrested and fined. Agreed. Because there are other people out here who have taken a huge L since March who have lost businesses, who are wishing for a chance to even survive through the summertime but didn't make it past April or May. Yep. Who are not in a position to do what you were doing. So screw you, sir. Agreed. <laughs> there are people out here who are literally dying, people out here who need housing, and no. So, at, yeah, Khalil, see, right, your people, your family, the people who are surrounding you and helping with this, like, incredible. There's a petition going on right now as well, too, to save these structures. So if you can find it, um, their Instagram page, I believe, is Tiny Home. I'll find it. Tiny House Build or Tiny Home something on <laughs> Instagram. And they have a petition on there right now for everyone to sign. So get to it. We will post this to our stories as well. Yes. Um, and, Tony, I think you were the only one of the three of us who were able to catch Jagmeet Singh playing Among Us on Twitch last night. Oh, yeah, night? almost all six hours of it. Oh, my God. It was only supposed to be three. Oh uh, Jack Meeting and AOC Alexi Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, from America, um, a dope politician in New York, absolutely ever, um, did a live stream last night. And it was so cool um, watching them play this game Among Us, which has been around for years, but the rest of us haven't really heard of it until now because, you know, if you're not a gamer, you're not in that world, it's not really part of your, it's not in your periphery. Uh, Among Us is a dope game. Um, you are either an imposter or you're a crewmate, and you're trying to complete tasks or kill people. Uh, and you're trying to out the imposters as well and win the game, and the imposters are trying to kill everybody and win the game. If you've ever played Mafia, any of you out there who've played Mafia, you've played this game before, but in person. You, but this is an online version of Mafia, and it is incredible. So we got to watch these two people play the game and uh, with a bunch of other gamers on there as well talk policies, talk about uh, the importance <laughs> of, you know, voting and things like that, and, like, all sorts of things, like, in between um, games. Uh, we got to watch Jagmeet um, <laughs> be terrible for the first, I don't know, <laughs> 10 or so games, Damn even it. though he was the imposter for most of those games, and so that was interesting to watch. Um, in the game, you have to complete tasks if you're a crewmate, um, and that helps you defeat the imposters. And if you're an imposter, you have to fake doing these tasks while also trying to kill people secretly and not get caught on cameras killing people. Or, like, <laughs> venting. There's, like, if you kill somebody, you you try to get out of that area ahead of time before someone else spots the body. Um, there were quite a few times where Jagmeet would kill somebody in front of somebody else, and immediately there was, like, cut to a discussion. Be like, I just saw Jagmeet kill this person. I saw <laughs> it happen. I saw it happen. You, no one can tell me otherwise. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And, like, at 9.45, when they were supposed to be wrapping up for the 10 o'clock um, end time, they kept saying, last game, last game, last game, last game. And suddenly it was 11.30, and then 12.15, <laughs> and then 12.40, and they're like, okay, now we're going to bed for real. Wow. And it was super relaxing, and it was fun to watch, and – People got really into it, and um, AOC was also raising money for, uh, what was the organization? I can't remember the organization, but during the time, there was money being raised, and I think I think they hit over 200000 um during the six hours that they were on there, almost six hours. And at one point, when they were saying, we're going to wrap up the game, like, okay, well, we'll do one more game if we raise $50,000. 
that oh, was smashed cool. in less than like half an hour. Damn, that's like, dope. So that was really cool. Um, I don't know. It's just for me, it's so dope to see politicians doing regular people stuff. <laughs> Uh, and it was it was it was cool to just like watch these two <laughs> people who do such amazing things already in their work lives just kind of come and chill with us normal people. We're so us regulars <laughs> for a bit. Um, and AOC is already a big gamer. A lot of World of Warcraft and other games will too. Like she does live streams pretty regularly, and it was it was awesome just to see that interaction between Canada and America. Aw, so. diplomacy. It was nice. It was really nice. And there was one point where people were like, <laughs> AOC for president and Jagmeet for prime minister. What year that is, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wouldn't that be incredible? <laughs> I mean, but for that, you have to give, get me to believe that democracy works. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. I'm really excited I got to tune in. and Yeah, I was at work during that whole time. I, I would have missed all of it. Yeah, I think in, I think there m- we may have hit over 100,000 people between the two streams. Wow. Watching, maybe eighty to 90,000 people. Damn. Between the two, yeah. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I'd only been using Twitch to watch drag shows, so to watch other gamers and like, all right, I don't know what or why or how or why you can watch so much on twitch games you watch people making music like there's yeah. so many things you can watch and like i've known of this but i just haven't tapped in and now i'm hooked well all right then i'm excited yeah it was really cool check me always cool to see you just mingling with the regulars <laughs> and Guess reminding us this game reminding us that there's a uh, there's hope you know even if it's a sliver of it there's hope and there's still things that we can do and, and things we can be a part of and change that we can affect. So that was awesome. Well, that's dope. So on that, I'm going to download this game. We're going to take a short break. Next stop, what you say? We're back. So let's get into what you're saying. And not that long ago, The weekend called out the Grammys. After he had just been shortly announced as the halftime, the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, But what he was calling out was that he was invited to perform, yet snubbed for nominations in the R&B category, I think specifically. Now, I'm still just piecing this sort of together as as I'm seeing it in the the gossip tabloids and whatever. But having. I took that time to listen to the album, and I'm like, yeah, this is an R&B album based on what I know R&B to be. That's he. It sounds different than the other singles that I've heard of his. This is the, admittedly, this is the first weekend album I committed to listening to. Whatever. Okay. But, you know, I still heard the singles with Daft Punk. I heard his, you know, other songs where he's collaborating with other artists, whatever. And it's not that he bothers me. It just hasn't been on the conveyor belt for me to consume but (laughs) I really like the album and I like I like the direction it's going and I'd feel some type of ways too especially about being asked to perform and then not getting there's like five R&B categories now which I didn't realize happened and to be snubbed out of all of them is seems bonkers to me but it also got me thinking to a much bigger picture than that which is of how the Grammys work as a structure and who's deciding what's R&B and who isn't, and is it divided by a color line? Because Justin Bieber was also pissed that he was locked out of R&B as well. Now, I didn't listen to his album, 
but I'm not going to say that he's not capable of making an R&B album, and I'm not going to say that a white artist isn't capable of making an R&B album. I just don't think his album was an R&B album. But I didn't listen to it. My so opinion on that. <laughs> now you. That would be more pop for me for that album. So that got Antonio and I researching how the submission process works, and it seems that you submit to gr- the Grammys in general, and then su- another party sorts into categories, whereas films. Like for the Oscars, you're you're submitting into the category you want to be considered for. So why don't we do that? But more importantly, or I guess the what I want to bring to you guys is is this is what the weekend calling out a sign of a bigger problem, or is it more of a microscope to his grievances in general? Like that, I for me, I think I think it opens up a bigger problem of who's who's gatekeeping art. Like, who's deciding what this is and how this should be interpreted? Like, you can treat these awards however you want, but I don't know. Help me out. I, here's the thing. (laughs) People have been complaining about Grammys, any or award shows, everything else, for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Where my question lies is, so when do we stop complaining and when do we start implementing a new way to measure musical awards or accolades you know accolades wherever else too if we're so fed up with this system because this is not the first time that somebody has been snubbed from the grammys and you know people kick up a fuss i think a bigger reason why we're hearing even more of it is also attributed to covid people are sitting around their houses on their computers paying more and more attention to things where before this was last year yes we would have heard about it it would not have been big news for this long it would have been a couple days and everyone would just kind of moved past it and would have been, okay, that person is still going on about it, but the rest of us have gone on to something else. Not to say it's not valid, because it completely is. It sucks. You do all this. You make all this music. Grammys are a big part of the year. This is a huge time for all these artists to really be like, I've done all this great music. I put it myself out there. I want to be, you know, rewarded for it. He's not the only artist who was snubbed. He's not the only artist who also, you know, called it out. He is being the loudest about it. And also being backed by a bunch of other artists who were nominated for things um, and not in the same, you know, who don't have the same gripe with the Grammys as he does right now, but recognize his plight when it comes to it. It does suck that the way this committee, because they, they're broken down to like craft committees, this committee, this committee, this committee. We have no clue who these people are. We have no clue what their qualifications are. All it says is professionals in their field, you know, experts in blah, blah, blah. What qualifies them to be an expert? We have no idea. It could be a bunch of old seven-year-old white dudes <laughs> sitting around going, well, in my A, and it was just all Billy Joel and this person, this person, this person, to compare R&B, to compare, you know, Christian music, to compare Latin music. To like, who are these people in these categories? I want to say, like, I want to, ass- you know, safely assume that the people in those categories are actual experts in those categories. Like, we have actual Latinx, like, you know, people uh, who are part of that community. We have people who are country. We have people who are, you know, those people are actually... But then who are they? Are they artists? And or are they and people? What bias do they do they bring in yeah, the decision? Or are right? they or if they try to eliminate bias, are they just people who have studied music? Because that also leaves it up for interpretation for so many other things. You can study music and hate certain genres, but then now you get to be put into a room and go, Okay, now judge this based on whatever. Does this fit into this category? Does it fit into that category? How do we know what's pop versus R and B? Because right now we're r- we're running a really fine line Agreed. between certain genres. How do we know what's rock, metal, country, this? Like, like, certain things are very clear. Christian contemporary is very clear. Latin is very clear. 
country is pretty clear. Like there's certain like you know even then that's even not because everybody kicked up a fuss about Lil Nas X being that's true, but that country. that was also a race thing. So like when it comes to like country music, there is like you it there is a there is a, a bit of a definitive like nature to that, but it's still kind of blurry. But there's certain genres you're like mm, clear cut dry, clear cut dry. But when it comes to R and B, rap, hip hop, um, pop music, dance music, X Y Z, there's so many people who are people are now dabbling in everything. So you look at one album and they could it could touch five different genres in that one album. Agreed. So are they looking for albums in totality, in completion to be one genre? Or are they looking to be like, is a majority of it one genre? Like, is it, is it just like, you know, what's the qualifications? We have no clue. Again, The weekend totally qualified, totally valid in, in stating your gripes of this. I get it. What bothers me is that we do this every year. Oh, of course. So when are we getting to the point where we have these celebrities who have this influence to go, we want to do something else. We need to find a way to blah, blah, blah. Are th- is the Recording Academy that big of a, a nemesis in this situation that there is no fighting against them, that there aren't enough people to say we're going to do something else? Are there not enough people? Are there not enough artists and other you know people who are affiliated, producers, whoever else, to say we're going to start something else. Is is that is that the case? Or is it that it's just, you know, we gripe about it one year, we let it go, and then we pick it up again the following year. Because we did it with Oscar So White. There was enough fuss for a little bit, and then it died down. And then every year they're like, remember, guys, how about, we're like, yeah, we know, but what are we doing about it? Yeah, true. So that's well, my Oscar's biggest a thing. a bit different, though, because it's, it's an imagery thing. Whereas true. Whereas music is more of a subjectory thing. But, I mean... My thing is, who who cares at this point? Because nothing's ever changed since they started implementing um, black music. Even from when I even cared about it way back when, which was once you realize how much of a sham it is, who cares, right? Like, you're talking rap, hip-hop albums that, like, who, what? I don't even know these people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so somebody had to remind me that Will Smith was the first yeah, rap Grammy winner. First rap Grammy. So like um and even then and when you looked at even e- when you even looked at the Grammys, I mean I mean even nominees back then, you're just like, Who are these people and how did this was not the song? But my point at this point is why do people even care to be in a space, recognizing a space that has not even shown that they even want you there out of respect. Because I an, mean an artist will, I I understand so much as I can as a non musical person to understand the the desire for validation. Validation, for, I get you know, that. To, but for for acknowledgement, your even. validation from the industry um, can't. Oh, I'm not putting. You know, it shouldn't be based on that like your validation is based on your fans those who support you those who want to work with you those who you come in contact with and you know reached out to you or whatever and you know you, you, sh- you share your moments as artists and you know you recognize that and you're pushing it forward either way you your direction you want to take it but like you're not winning you're not aiming to win anything at the end of the day there's no championship so well, okay, have fun with that then because well, they can't <laughs> even get this right. I know, but right? 
But, but remember, there's other shows. There's other award shows. I mean, over the year, there's probably been at least 25. You know, I don't know if anybody even remembers the Diamond Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was a thing. It like, was a thing. So the Source Awards. Source Awards, too. I mean, great times. But, you know, rest in peace, yeah. Rest in peace, the source awards. Can't do that anymore. There's no, we cannot. Rapper dying every single week. Oh, man. But um, <laughs> someone died again today. But, you know, um, I just don't understand this whole fu- fighting to get recognized by a group or a conglomerate of invisible people who really don't care. You know, they've shown it. Um I just don't understand what it is at this point that you want to achieve by getting these things other than just the prestigious of having a Grammy. But like, and that's the thing, they they did build such a prestige around it. I don't mean to cut you off, but like, I just wanted to, before I forgot it, um, once you're a Grammy winner, that's part of your name, like becoming a doctor, becoming a lawyer. Like you're just, you're a Grammy winner. It's whatever, you know, Oscar award winner, Grammy award winning, you know, Super Bowl winning, you know, it's all the same. Like I does mean, that does that nomination or win come with more opportunities? I mean, yeah, for some people, yes. It because you're now introduced as yeah. But weekend is not an introduce. He's no longer a new artist. He's, yeah, he's already a Grammy he's winner, an established artist already. For one, he's won in the pop category. Yeah. So I understand. Like and and I guess that's why I latched onto this story so tightly is that I'm like because at first I'm like, what are you complaining about? You've won Grammys before. Like, so you were locked out of this one. I'm like, oh, you're mad that this wasn't, like, you put your heart and soul into this. Not to say that he doesn't in in those, in the work that was considered pop, but, like, he's got, he seems to have developed a more mature, <coughs> thoughtful lens and attachment to this particular album that he he wanted this recognized in R, as R&B because that's in what it is in his is heart. Is there even R&B around Yeah, now? there's. Like I said, there's like five subcategories of R&B, which I did not know. <laughs> but like, is there actual R&B done from what you guys listen to? And that, for what I listen to, yes, I am. Not you're like just new you're artists. The no, new not, artists. Not, not yeah. the 90s yeah. New Jack yeah. Swing. Like, no, I know that. But like, I do have a, a handful of artists that I will consider R&B that are under 30 and <laughs> making music today right now. Yeah. And are I very much alive. My biggest thing was that it was one thing for him to be snubbed as he feels um but also he announced before we even knew anything about performers that he had been tapped to be a performer for the grammys that list has not been announced that list probably won't be announced until you know like a month before grammys are supposed to actually happen like they don't, they don't usually give that list out yeah. early because they're like i think a week or two between it's a week between it's a week between grammys and the super bowl and so that was new as well, too, because nobody knew about him being offered to sing for the Grammys. We haven't heard from any other artists being, s- you know, we haven't heard of anything. He's the first person to be like, oh, well, they asked me. So that's that's his biggest gripe is that he's been asked to perform and he's not nominated, which then led me to try and do a search, which is super hard, by the way. My goodness. To see if there's any other Grammy performers who have never been nominated and the internet thinks I'm looking just for Grammy performers for this next year because that's the only yeah. thing that's going on. So I have to do a super deep dive. Um, I am erring on the side of there have been. I don't know what years those were. I don't know how many people those were, how many people there were who didn't, who performed but weren't nominated. I don't think it's a huge number, but yeah. I don't think he's the first. 
Um, it definitely hurts because if you're asked to perform, you know, it's like it's like getting a participation ribbon. It's like, oh, thanks for coming, but we're not giving you anything. Thanks for filling our time slot, but we're not giving you anything. And I can see why that hurts. Yeah. Like it's if I'm if I'm producing the the Grammys, the show, and I'm trying to sort out my lineup of performers and I see I see the weekend has a new album, he's got singles that are charting, he's you know, I'm part of the public. I find out he got booked for uh for the Super Bowl. I'm gonna ass- that's enough evidence for me to assume that yeah, he's he's at least up for one of these, if not taking home one of them. Yeah. So I definitely understand feeling very much insulted because assuming it will be a, a virtual show like everything else has been, it's another production. It's not working with that stage and that venue that they did in past years. Like he's doing like he did. He's basically doing another music video except doing it live or live to tape. Yeah. So you still have to get that crew and get that crew sequestered and tested and, and locations and wardrobe and all of these things as well on top of all of these precautions and safety measures. Yeah. That's an inconvenience. Yeah. Cause I don't assume that the Grammys are putting up the money for this production to happen. Or if they're paying him very much to do it, like because he has this open world of the virtual show, he can do whatever the hell he wants and he'll yeah. he'll he'll foot the bill for it, but for what? Yeah. I, I guess my biggest thing here is that Yeah, like you're you gonna put he can a just team do that for his fans. Lobbying, yeah, you just put together all that for yourself. Like the way that the way that this reads for me though is that <laughs> and this I don't know if this is right, it may not be wrong, but the way that this gripe reads for me is that he is more special than the other people who were snubbed. That's the way that it reads to me. That's the way that all the comments and the discussion around this is that for some reason he is a lot more special, a lot of more of, of more interest than the other people who were snubbed. He's not the only person, the only artist who submitted stuff. It's not like he and out of a thousand people is the only one who didn't get. He's not the only one. Everybody's no, and there are other people every who Every single year, everybody's complaining. Yeah. yeah. And so the list is finite. Yeah. I, I and do this get is, it. And this is one, that's the one thing for me that didn't sit well, was that everyone was like, oh my goodness, The weekend." I was like, okay, but also Bieber and Nikki. Yeah. And this I, I felt, like, I, I agree with like you completely. Even like BTS is over here doing this. And like, but you know, yeah. forget them. We're just fo- like, can we only focus on one person? Is that the, is that the thing? Is And I think, I think again, I think the biggest reason why this is such a huge focus is because he talked about being tapped to perform for the Grammys. Yeah. I think if that information was left out, yeah. it wouldn't be as big of for a deal. For me, it would have just been, oh, someone else complaining about, like, yeah. someone else just griping that they got snubbed. So but. that's where I think people are latching onto this more because they're like, oh, my goodness, how dare you ask someone to perform and don't actually nominate them for an award. But also, we have no cl- – we have a very – I literally on the Grammys website, and they give you – their super Illuminati vague description <laughs> of how they do picking. We have, again, we have no clue who these people are. They said online, they purposely keep their identities a secret. So they can't be bribed. Or they can't be this. They can't be that. Like they've only ever given the name of one person who was like the president of one of these craft committees. And apparently they had to keep her under mm-hmm. like lock and key. They had to protect her because people, once they found out her name, were trying to like infiltrate. Yeah. So they're like not doing that again. So like they, they don't give names of anybody. They keep that super, super tight lipped. So, we don't know who these people are. We're told they're professionals. We don't know that for sure. Who's making sure? Who's 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 doing this? Who's who's vetting them? We have no idea. Yeah. So 
it's frustrating. And again, valid. I as it as somebody who loves music and eventually wants to create my own, that would be something that would bother me if it was just like I've done all this and I've put myself out there to be critiqued and I've put myself out there for people to like, you know, hold on to my music and, and push it toward all these different awards and I want to be able to be recognized for things and I'm not being it, that would hurt. How much it would hurt and how long I would whinge about it, I don't know. And again, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just me. Like weekend able, you are very you are valid in your feelings. I will never take that away from anybody. I just think that right now we're treating him like he is the only person <laughs> the only person's feeling the only artist's feelings that matter in this state of being snubbed. Everyone else seems to be taking it on the chin and moving on. Because, like, what are you guys going to do? All sign a petition saying we I'm all want to get the Grammys to get re Because we had all these know, artists, like, going on to their Instagrams. And, and, like, it's and not like, your awards. Like, the Drake, like, Drake made a whole post and, like, Nikki, like, reposted that post being, like, we stand with Abel and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, again, <laughs> not the only person who was snubbed. Yes, the reason behind it sucks, but it's, like, it reads, it reads spoiled child. That's how it reads to me. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, God. That's yeah, I, I get it. Like I said, I, I got intrigued because mainly because of the word choice he used. He he said the Grammys were corrupt and he was asking yeah. for transparency. And I'm like, this is interesting because maybe he is pointing to a bigger problem of, you know, maybe this this secret society sort of thing of choosing an awards should be reexamined. I mean, this was. These this system was established in a time where there was a, a pay for play attitude in commercial radio and like so much has changed mm-hmm. and certain things should adapt with it. Like I said, as a person who's not in the arts, I I personally would gravitate towards awards where my peers are the ones who decided. Like the Screen Actors Guild Awards, that would be yeah, these are these are my peers and cohorts, like people yeah. I've collaborated with, people I'd like to collaborate with. They've they, in their greatness, decided that my art is is worth a little trophy in a speech. That's dope. That means more to me than, you know, a bunch of wizards behind the curtain saying, "Oh, here's a thing." Yeah, and those and the th- and that's how I see it too. Because my friends who are musicians and established musicians and up and up, like doing great things, they're more concerned with how their peers perceive them than like. And it's great to put their music on platforms, but like they're the ones doing underground shows. They're the ones like being like, "Come to this thing." Like. One friend, um, his album just dropped, and they did like a, like a, a street side like sort of takeover a few weeks ago, like downtown Toronto, like in the middle of traffic, like hopped out of their vehicles, and were just doing their music while the red lights are. I was like, this is dope. Like yeah. that to me is so cool. Like that is for me. That's the way you get your music out there. You, it's in your face. You put it out publicly. You're just like, this is what we're doing. I love it. Blah blah. blah. And, like you want people to listen, but you're also for them. It's like. It's not about the awards. It's not about, and I get it. For certain people, like if that's the trajectory trajectory you're on, I totally get it. Like you're gonna be up against all these other people. You're gonna be critiqued by faceless humans. Yeah. But again, if this is if if the validation from these faceless humans is what you're seeking, you will never be satisfied. And it makes me wonder if it's an an industry pressure as well. Like there are certain bonuses and contracts that are for you know top sellers for awards for. Grammys in particular, like, is it another? These guys make all the money on the road. The like, I want to, I want to hear so that. many stories that of artists that don't and artists that go bankrupt and things yeah. like that. Well, like, those guys aren't the ones complaining about the Grammys, though. 
That's true. I want to like if the if ones the who are complaining about the Grammys are the ones who are top earners, pro- most likely like being the top a, earners. He at is this making bank. Yeah, like, he, he totally is. But I want to again. I want to know like if you're if as an artist you were asking for transparency. I want transparency from you as well too. What are you losing out on? And it's not just it's not just a Grammy performance. What are yeah, you? Like what are because it's not it's not it can't just be about being asked to go to the Grammy like being performed at the Grammys. That seems too surface. You just it make might it, just be it artistic just now, integrity. Now, now, like then you turn it into a political game, though. Yeah, like, like how it's, it could be just as simple much. as how dare you? Like who are you to say what's R and B and what isn't? Maybe that's all the transparency he's looking for. I guess, but I I would want to know. Yeah, but you also put your music in the hands of faceless people. Yeah, like you put your music in the hands of people that you again you, you're asking you're asking for is transparency. That's what the music industry. Is that's what the music industry like, is. Like you're just make that switch of you submit in the category you want to be considered in. The end. You put yeah you put your music out there. You know what? Like I don't I don't believe for a second that he is unaware of how the Grammys process works. I'm pretty sure that his managers, whoever else, who have made him aware. I mean, it's probably frustrating as heck. Nobody knows how the Grammys process. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, 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 I'm talking. Assume. I'm talking about what they post on the internet. Like, I'm talking about what the Grammys website. I'm not saying that someone in there is like, okay, this is the inner workings, and don't tell anybody or else I'll die. Like, I'm not talking about <laughs> that level of secrecy. But like, you're given, you know, there's a sit down. You like, he he is established enough of an artist to be able to ask those questions and be let into those rooms. You know that or are you think and you think, and now but here maybe he, is, he isn't here he is demanding but to again be, to to see behind the curtain yeah so then does like okay I just I yeah beyond <laughs> me and like to the point that uh, you know that's why I just don't really yeah care that's why that's stuff. again like every every year this happens and every year I say so what are we gonna do about it if yeah. you hate this system so much either can there's no way to change it do something else. You are all established enough as artists. You have the money. You have the people. Do something else. Rent yourself out of a nice little house space and start get yourself a TV crew and, <laughs> and start live from stream there. it. And, and make whatever. it about your peers who are taking your music. Because if this is not working Put for you. Put all your sponsors together and yeah. get something going. Get um. The Kardashian mom to put it all together. Oh Listen, Chris Jenner works harder than the devil, so there you go. Here we are. <laughs> God damn it. That woman, she's crazy. I but want, she's a hard yeah, working I'm putting lady. this out there, so if it happens, you know. Credit. Credit job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if only we could bring all this attention to our own workplace issues, you know? Uh, if only. Would you like to? <laughs> no. Nobody cares. Aw, tiny violins. Woe is John. Well, is the world. get your get your petition writing fingers out. Woe John's got grievances. <laughs> we'll just leave the, the cause line blank. And while you all figure that out, I'm going to leave it there. Or we'd be here for hours and hours. So <laughs> we'll take a short break. Next up, let me ask you this, though. And we're back. Thank you for staying with us. The time has now come for a segment we call Let Me Ask You This, though. What's going to happen here is I'm going to ask my co-host a question that on its own will seem a bit odd. And then one by one, we'll go around answering the question and very likely learn something about each other in the process. So I've been thinking more about my university days lately and catching up with some old friends on a video call a few weeks ago had us all reminiscing on our club days, as old people do. For me, it was all about leaving early. I was just always over it. And even when I was reluctantly having fun, 
it, at the peak of the night, my girls and I were out there leaning and rocking or A-Town stomping or whatever silly dudes don't dance with girls solo dances were out at the time. So what was it like for you guys? I didn't club. <laughs> we all didn't. Okay. I was a... I was a good Christian girl and didn't, mm-hmm. didn't go to clubs. And th- I'm serious, though. I didn't go to any bars or clubs until I was in my 20s. Um, yeah, that's university age. No, but like 25. Like I wasn't 18 going, you know, 18, 19, 20. Neither were we. No, but like parties. Anyways, I wasn't doing any of that. Like my first like actual proper party experience was at like 25, 26. Um, and Were I you was that kid that had to stay student. home from school dances? Be- we didn't have school reasons. dances. I went to a private school. <laughs> so there were no school dances to stay home from. Damn. Um, <laughs> we just danced in our rooms like regular children. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we. I worked, at a, I worked at a club in Peterborough. Shout out Junction. Um, and I did co-check, which was arguably the best job, other than being a bartender, because the tips of being a bartender are obviously amazing. But being a co-check person, being a co-check girl meant that you got to watch people be ridiculous. And in 2011 to 2013, um, the songs that played there were, <laughs> I mean, it was fun, because you had all your Toronto people coming through who were students there, or like coming to see friends, or for some reason just out mingling with the Peterboroughites. And the Peterborough kids were also super into any popular rap or, you know, R&B or whatever sort of songs because they were farm kids and, you know, they wanted to be edgy or whatever. So (laughs) they loved them some Drake and some Jay-Z and and Kanye and whoever else. And it was a a fun time. It was a fun time. (laughs) Um, Halifax was pretty cool because everything was in walking distance. Um, And I can't remember, but I did work at a bar, so... There's, I mean, there's some songs I can't listen to to this day without (laughs) um, feeling nauseous about. Um, Yeah, and there's some, I mean, we had a few clubs, um, not necessarily clubs, but usually jams. Uh, We had a pretty good mixture of people there. There was um, obviously the Ontario kids, there's um, the Halifax I mean, people, the locals, I mean, people from Halifax in general, um, East Coast, and then um, there was also, uh, what do you want to call it, um, students from the Caribbean. Ah. So, I mean, they, they threw jams every so often, and so there was a good mixture of um, stuff you could get access to. So that's going to lead me to the question at the... the the nucleus, the thesis, if you will. I want you guys to give me songs that, the songs that we're playing at, like, the height of the night. Like, you you hear these, and you just know that you were, the party was live, and everything was kicking off. But I also want the songs that were played when the establishment just wanted you to get the hell out. Like, the, hi- the house lights were on, everybody, you don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell up out of here. Just get out songs. <laughs> I mean, for so me. I mean, I mean, I'll start. Yeah, start for, for me. You. Also, for me, what was your clubbing? You like you, your clubbing experience wasn't in a barn, as John would like to argue. I mean, you'll question it when you hear these closing <laughs> songs, but yeah, I mean, because because my school wasn't a campus town, um, we like all the bars, all the main bars and clubs were on one street, <laughs> and. 
And it's it's wild to think now because, like, we really thought, my housemates and I thought, we were sticking it to the man by walking at least, like, three, four kilometers to get to this one street and then had the ner- – instead of sharing a cab, which probably would have been, like, 2 $3 a person, but wow. whatever. We were somehow <laughs> sticking it to the man by walking to these clubs and then – going like door to door to be like oh we're not going to this club oh they're charging cover tonight Ugh, whatever we'll dress somewhere else wow like, we were them and then we dance the whole night or most of the night and then walk it back like i don't understand why we were like this oh my goodness like but that wasn't a challenge like what was that i don't know i don't know if we were showing off that we were all in track and field shape or what have you but i mean you could tell us from everyone else because we always had sensible footwear. <laughs> like none of us yeah. were out here no <laughs> going heels. crazy. Like we had the we had the footwear to do these things. <laughs> Jeez. Like a bunch of dorks. Like who are you proving this to? Like what was that? But also like because they were all Jamaican, everyone but me. So every you, last person? Everyone in my house except me was Jamaican. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so once the reggae soca set came on, like they had to they had to be, you know, athletic stanced and athletic ready for to get their cardio on, <laughs> dancing to anything Sean Paul had put out at the time or whatever the hell. You know, it's all the same song to me. An experience. I have allergies, so I just went to the bar. It is an experience. I would I would give it I would give it the old, you know, solidarity try of one song, and then I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to the bar. It's a, it's a full body experience. Like, I, like what's that bar, Jen? Yeah, I do need that rum and coke. I'll be right there. <laughs> There's no side shuffling, Ahsoka. You got to get into it. Your whole body must be hurting at yeah. the end. Of that's it. Like I said, real cardio. If you're not ready for it, you're not ready for it. I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. Zumba before it was Zumba, or it's not even really Zumba. It's like not it should, Zumba. it should be its own thing, which I'm sure it is now. But like oh, there back, are, there back are in the Thai bow days, it should have been that. Should have been there are the there are Soka thing. exercise classes I've been a part of, and you burn fat. Soka I mean, size. Soka size. Hey, that's the word I was trying to find. So they are like that is that is your hit workout. I get and it, and it is incredible because. <laughs> Because your entire body is engaged. There's no, yeah. there's not one part of you that isn't moving. So yeah. it's a good workout, though. It's a solid workout. Indeed. <laughs> I. You missed out. That's what did you did. not. So. <laughs> I have allergies. It's a thing. Like peanut butter. I also not, didn't eat it, so I didn't miss it. Not anaphylactic. It's fine. <laughs> Except. But that'll be another episode. So songs like Usher's Yeah, that <sighs> still triggers me. I'm like, yep, I still see the twirling colored lights on the dance floor. I still, like, I see it. That's one of the songs They're I all in my head. Just play a little bit of a clip for the people. No, please. Just a little clip. Just yeah. a little clip for the people. Let little John yell at you. <laughs> so after this, sto- after this song John stopped, jumped out the window. after this song stopped being big in North America, it was still really big in Jamaica. And we were there for two weeks. And every single time I heard this song, Someone's car was backing up. Someone was playing it in the parking lot. It was everywhere. We went from leaving Alberta and having this song being like, slowly phasing out, whatever, to going to Jamaica. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is yeah, happening here? Come back in now. It was incredible. The like, bad it man's was, gone. It was, so, it was so cool. It was so cool. Oh, I forgot. There's one I forgot to add to this. Oh, yep. Yeah. Hold on. Because that was a song to you, like, Again, any international place I went to, after the song had died out here, still live. Like, going to Peru, um, whatchamacallit, J-Lo and Pipple's... Um, 
all of their songs? No, yeah. what was that that one song? Ah, uh, no. Hold on. Jaru and Ashanti. Hey. <laughs> was that on the floor? Yeah. One of theirs? Yeah. This one. Listen, that song bangs. So this song got I think you could play in a <laughs> soccer stadium, basically. <laughs> this song this song was so popular in Peru in 2011. It was the sound that people had somehow programmed for when their car would back up. This song would play. <laughs> That's and how I cars thought, work. <laughs> I thought that it was just people playing. And I was like, so this became our, our group of 13 that went on this trip. This was our theme song for the six weeks that we were there. Because every establishment that we went into, we either caught the middle, the beginning, <laughs> or the end of this song. Damn. Anywhere. Any club we went into in Cusco, this song was like beginning, middle, or end of the, of the set. I'm just going to delete the other J-Lo song. Fun times. It's gone, it's gone now. <laughs> Those who know me already know how I feel about the one song, so it's fine. Which one? We'll just, we'll just leave it. Fine. Which song? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. Get Right, because that's yeah. a dope song. That, like, I love that song. That song's amazing. <laughs> that is a Like, lyrically, it makes no sense. But, God, the beat goes so hard. <laughs> so now that we've got ours, yours were definitely, like, bangers we're here we're here we fighting yeah you and your crew are walking in 10 deep in formation like bangers <laughs> good nights something about little john yelling at you just makes you compelled to do things whatever those things are you're gonna do it this song <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to get you. This, like, this song is the gives song me under my headphones before I competed. <laughs> this song gives me. Well, this me, is what it was. Um, it was every. It was life. This song gives me metal like life. pit vibes. Like you know when you go in the pit in a metal concert, people are throwing each other around. The mosh pit this is the song, word you're looking for. True, but there's like there's like a but there's like a circle pit as well too. There's different mosh pits, not just a mosh pit. There's also a circle pit. There's also other things like people are people are getting trampled in these pits. This feels like someone's being tossed. <laughs> into the pit. Let's go! Like, and we now don't you're know over <laughs> your overheads. Like, they picked up the small story. Like, mine are like, let's go! Like, well, I just got here. I haven't even paid for Kochik yet. And now I'm in the middle of the dance floor. That's the kind of energy we were around with. Yeah. You're only allowed two nights out. No, one night out. So. You had to go hard. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Another. Small window get it, get it, to get it all out there. True. Another one for me that was super big uh, was uh, this. <laughs> I'm the fucking man. Y'all get it, do you? Type of money, everybody acting like they knew you. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm out with Luda. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami, too. Clubbing hard, fucking women, they ain't much to do. Anyway, so this to know who Uncle Luke is. <laughs> that was like two years ago. This was 2000. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, John, you're an, you and I are way, old enough to know who Uncle Luke is. The so. way that I the way that I know the song inside and out feels like two years ago. So I had a bunch of friends come from Ottawa for a dance competition to Peterborough. Um, I didn't have to work that night, Kochek, which is dope because we went out, and the song came on. I have never seen a bunch of white girls scramble the way that these mo girls moved. I have there never are certain ones. I have never seen it. They're like, Wah! like it was it was a movement, and I was like, whoa! I'm like Sarah, where are you going, Sarah? Okay, and we're it gone. Was 50 like cent songs into the center in of the room, yeah. and just every single lyric, not saying the n word, every single lyric, just like out there. Every, and I was like, I am, I am proud, and I am a cast. <laughs> but that song was. That was that song. Like, that was always somewhere in the middle of the night. And it was just, like, you could not. Everybody is singing the lyrics. Everybody oh, is, like, stopping what they're doing. Like, it was something. Because it was Drake and Lil Wayne. Like, oh, Aubrey. That was, <laughs> <laughs> like, that at that, like, he had 
this was like, whoa, Drake. Like, that really put him on the map. Like, the motto really, like, centered him. And I was like, okay, good for you, Drizzy. Important moment in Canadian history. <laughs> but it was a, it was a club. Moments. It was a club banger. <laughs> that song, you were not, you were, you were either starting, you weren't, you weren't necessarily starting the night with that, but it was like, it was the climax. Those who came in fashionably late, like just hoped to arrive you as would, that song was playing. You would be getting your coat taken <laughs> off and you're like, hey, not gonna, you don't really know. No. <laughs> That's a modern, yep, you were just <laughs> just bouncing at Kocek. I That was me <sighs> in Kocek whenever that song played. Just like taking people's $3, like, hey, here's your car. Like, yeah, great. It was a great time. Wow. It was a lot of fun. The song, and it was this song for me was also great to study too. Like there was just like a lot of things about it. I don't know why. Aubrey's so versatile. This song was just like it was a nice like end of the night when I was finishing my studying. We got college dropout. (laughs) Uh, Right. I had college dropout when I was in high school. We get it. You're young. (laughs) So that was my high school album. We need parental signatures from Antonia every time she starts this podcast. Nah, -uh. (laughs) I'm a fully grown adult. I am my own parental signature. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jan, what else you got for... As for I count my gray hairs. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I mean, this song was, you know, back when ringtones that sounded like the song were first on the scene. This was one of them. Um, it was my song pre-competition. And when it came on at the club, you... Everyone should know, or at least I assumed and projected, everybody leave me alone. No, I'm not trying to. If that was your opportunity to try to dance with me, nope. Oh. Nope. What's all this? Milkshake by Khalees. Wow. Put it on the board. Uh. <laughs> Put it on the board. <laughs> Neptune's made it. <laughs> My milkshake brings like, as soon as you heard that little pickup, don't even talk to me. You can't. If you're looking for me, go find the middle of the floor. That's where I am. What are you expecting me to tell you? The Watusi you? I like, what were you? you what did this? Could you demonstrate <laughs> what this dance was to this song? Yeah, on this audio platform, I'm going to demonstrate what, I, what yeah, I was I'm doing. I'm going to take a video <laughs> and post it. Your knee's fine now. You know, old people <laughs> dancing like old people back in the day. You know how it I is. Just imagine, I just imagine a lot of two feet together and just <laughs> bouncing I, and shuffling. I don't there know was no it. twerking back then. That's not twerking. Hard for <laughs> pe- it's hard for people to understand. There was no what. Twerking back the then. There, wasn't. Ah, there was twerking then. There was definitely twerking then. Just not there weren't enough enough people with not big to butts the choreographed extent. Yeah. And in my largely white town, um, not what you think, but twerking was usually crackheads just <laughs> tweaking. That's tweaking. <laughs> That's <laughs> important differential. So the original twerk the original twerkers. <laughs> the original no. twerkers. <laughs> Why would, you do? Why would she do that? Oh Can you God. stop making eye contact with me? <laughs> They've been shaking since oh, first stop. <laughs> Anyway, this song still goes for me. It's still on my phone right now. Song. I love that song. I love the Neptunes. I love Khalees. That, that song was it for me. <laughs> that was it. Yep, this party's full-fledged. And if I was... if. For some reason, I was like, oh, I'm on my way out, and then this song plays, I'm back in. Uh, dang. Okay. Not, and not just a hanging out by the door until it's over, what, like I can with other songs. Like, no, we're we're back in. Like, Damn. more stay in the time, back in. James Brown, back in. 
What else is popping in the East Coast? Odie, what's next? Uh oh, hold on. I think we got this one. Who run? Again, more people just fighting. Oh, John. Oh, okay. 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 Who run? Who run? Yeah. Who run? John's car right now. Just low riding, huh? I mean, it was a crunk era. It worked. It worked for school. It worked for just Mawson. It worked for pregame or for during game. For for post game and it worked, it worked for, for in the club and <laughs> <coughs> it worked for taunting players the one after you sacked them. I get it. It just it's there was one there was one 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 day we went out one night. I'm guessing it was a Saturday. I can't remember what it was, but it was a frustrating week or something happened. I can't remember. We need to let off steam. And one place we went into um, happened to be um, Scratch Bastard. The DJ. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but I highly recommend everybody just go search him out. All right, shout out. He is hands down probably, well, in my books, he's probably the number one DJ in Canada. But he's Scratch Bastard? Yeah, he's easily, I mean, very entertaining, very entertaining guy. Um, Wow. Um, He just fed us crunk the whole night. <laughs> I'd like to think it was one of those nights where he's just like, okay, this is amazing because, I mean, we just converged and we just let it all out. Um, this guy? Yep. Scratch bastard. He uh, has, um, Paul he's, Murphy. Still, he's still very active. Um, he just got to put his government out there? It says right there, Paul Murphy better but know. But no, he's, scratch, he's bastard. He, uh, scratch bastard <laughs> is, is what it is. He's one of the top scratch uh, DJs in the world. Um, but the whole world. The whole wide world. He's got he's got the um, resume to back it up. Okay. Um, but this was his earlier stages, and uh, he was um, yeah, that night was just magical. I mean, people got mule kicked on that floor. Oh my god! Um, you can't right say something passage? was magical, and then that someone got mule kicked. What I mean, but saying? clearly some things went down. No, he, he, he just turned it. He turned us up. Yeah. He, he. It was just a magical night. Halifax he is wild. Wow. He also has a scratch DJ school. Hey. Good times in the maritime. That's times. dope. Good times in the maritime. Yeah, check him out on YouTube. He's got a lot of stuff up there. That's for um, sure. He's got a lot of shows he's done. I mean. Yeah, shoot. He's. I wow. Love this. Okay, Scratch Bastard. Shout out to you. Hey. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. See now, now you got me feeling bad that I'm like, can I remember any of the DJs? This magical boots. I cannot. Uh, I might. I think no, I can. I think our DJs came from Toronto to to Peterborough. Ours definitely did. Because I Ours don't see any did. of these any of these university boys put together a playlist that fire. Like no. You guys weren't paying for no DJs out of Toronto. What school are you doing? Well, I mean, ours were students who were from. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't think. No, I don't think they were. No, they weren't. They weren't established because those <laughs> because cover for those nights would have been twenty five dollars. Yeah, like there's there's <laughs> no <fine>. way. Like <laughs> they would have been special nights. Took whatever group's budget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope. Oh man. Okay, I got I got one more. I got one more. That was that was a hype song for the club. Ben. Well, it is my 
this one. Like, I will never, ever get over this song. Like, I love this song. Oh, 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 okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick, she's so thirsty. I'm in that two seat limbo with your girl, she trying to jerk. Okay. I will never be over this song, never. So anybody who knew never. me when I was li- when I was living and working in Alberta knows that the establishment that I worked in, we started every day with this song, or Pyramids by Frank Ocean. Nice. Or uh, I need some of those boys to just remember what the the core like five songs that were on the one iPod until <laughs> until one of the younger cats came in and hooked their phone up to the sound system that yep we always started with that song and Tom Cochran's song my boys are gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm much older than you I was not in the clubs when that song was out although I would have enjoyed it because it, it sounds great. good in a system it was a great night it was always a great night anything off of that collaborative album anything off of um jay-z and kanye's um watch the throne album because yeah. we had that was had that was always digger. those are always those are the ones that were that always cycled, those are the ones that were always cycled through not to, dropout, that, right. not to say that not to say that they were the no okay again college dropout is an amazing i'm just album. saying it's a great span of that, a man's I career that album, <laughs> i had that album kanye were you clubbing the tender yeah. age of like 16 i knew that entire album inside and out don't we're get not me accusing you no we're not accusing you just the range of his his, yeah, his, his own career. Nobody when, I was, when I was listening to this, you guys were, you know, tending to adult things. And I was... <laughs> no, it's just funny that, like, we got... We each got different eras of Kanye to club yes. to. <laughs> yeah. I got the Watch the Throne era. Yeah. You, I'm jealous that you got college dropout because I got, like... I was clubbing in my room. and all falls down. <laughs> and I, was, like, I was having a party in my room in my headphones yeah. listening to college dropout because my Christian parents would not have approved of that. It was, yeah. it was, it was super... It was... It was, it was it, it, college dropout was a game changer when it came out. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. My friend Mary... You know who you are, Mary. You know you still have my album. It's fine because it's digital versions now. But I, I bought that album. It's not it. fine. Give it I, back. I lent it, and she noticed. <laughs> I mentioned to her like three years ago. Give it. I was back. like, you know that. She's like, I know. And I, like, oh, just silence. You're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Guess I'll buy my own copy. <laughs> Another copy of it. Yeah, I bought at least three copies of Miseducation of Lauren Hill because someone kept taking them. So <sighs> it's fine. I first had that one. Uh, uh, one of my teachers burned that for me off of his copy Aww. because he was like, you and Lauren Hillard like this, and so you need to have this. And I was like, thank you so much. And then eventually I got my own copy. But he was just like, you and Lauren, synonymous. Like, what is CDs. this? So he burned me a CD. I was in high school. He's like, he was also like my soccer coach. And he was like, this is for you. Like, you have to, you sing it all the time. You need to actually have it. I was like, I appreciate you. That's fair. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, so uh, on to enders, I guess. <laughs> uh, what now? Oh, this is me now. Oh, the I don't know. Like, oh, are we? Okay. Do we have? Do we have any more that we're like ah? Because we can reminisce forever. But like it's true. Um, one of the the key, um, this wraps up the night. Um, which one do I mention? Because they're all you're all gonna react away. But those who went to my school, they they just know. Um. And I only learned what the name of this song was recently. Uh, the song's called Home for a Rest by Spirit of the West. Canadian content. Ooh, ooh. But this nonsense used to get rambling at the end of the night. I never understood why. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this song. 
Oh, you have. Maybe you haven't. And Alberta, maybe you wanna. Oh no. This album art though is something. Yeah, you'll. I mean, you'll want the chorus because it Fair. it changes. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know why this would happen. But sure enough. Now, I want to go back to John's question earlier that we had off mic. Um, were you partying in a barn? Nope. <laughs> I was not. I don't believe you. <laughs> Sawdust on the ground. Were you having nope. Were you having a bush party? This is bush party music. Nope. This is peak Alberta bush party Was music. this a university student-run place? <laughs> was this or? a student association party? Nope. In I the, didn't go to those because I hate them. In the lounge? <laughs> no. In the, in the school's uh, pub? No. So this was like um, industrial. <laughs> <laughs> Were you Blue partying near work. railroad tracks? <laughs> no. Was this in a bus depot? No. <laughs> do you remember these nights at all? No. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And that's why I went that my entire rough. adult life only knowing most of this song and not knowing the name of the artist or the name of the song. Because it was always just like, that's the cue, the the Pavlov trigger of just, oh, I've been here too long. <laughs> I messed up. Oh, <laughs> I'm supposed to go no. home before this happens. That is, that's awful. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice. Yeah. That, a club song, it is not. And yet. I mean, unless that's it's the country. the only time I've heard is it. Is it country night? What is this? No. Well, we guess what? Guess, guess what? Oh, How Fast is, is one of those universal songs. Well, anybody think by great. Because he yeah. Oh, yeah. The, wait, what is it? Hold on. I know the name of it. Shout Shoot. out to Carrie for providing. Wait, is it Ordinary Day or is it End of the World? Yeah. Ordinary Day or End of the World? Ordinary Day? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'll win now. Sometimes I yep. lose my <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> a Both wharf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maritime things. <laughs> they're partying. They're partying on a dock. In a yeah. <laughs> they're partying in the sh- in the shipyard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Sorry, what sophisticated numbers did you get to turn oh, the house lights on to? We, so again, the club that I worked at, because this is the only time that I really went out because I was a tired adult. Um this song would play almost every night. And it was just like a nice, like, ah, nice wrap up. Just like, ah, sigh, you know? Uh, oh, or I just, Ugh, that's what you look like in light? I mean, no, also <laughs> that. That was also the funny part of it because at the end of the night, while we're watching everyone, you know, collect their things and whatever else, it then became a, oh no, I've told my friends <laughs> to go home without me and now I'm stuck here with you. And I was like, ah. That sucks to suck. <laughs> like, you made this decision. But this song would play almost every night. This is Stay by Rihanna and Mickey Echo. And this would play at the end of the night. And it was nice and chill. Your children. And just... Come a little closer. So everyone's just wrapping it up. Everyone's picking themselves up off of the couches that they stumbled drunkenly to. Everyone's looking around at the person they said they go home with that night and realizing I am not attracted to you in the way that I was 45 minutes ago. I am sober now, and I have thought about my life, and I realize I would like to sleep in my own bed. 
So this is now the moment we had this awkward conversation about the job I said I didn't have to go to tomorrow, but now I suddenly do. So specific. It was just, <laughs> we heard, no, we heard so many, people didn't realize how much we could hear from Kochek. Mm-hmm. Because again, you're kind of, you're still kind of yelling over the music because it hasn't stopped playing. It's not like dead silent in there and you're whispering. Right. So it's a lot of, oh yeah, like uh, it's totally cool. No, it's fine. I'll get my own cab. No, it's cool. It's cool. No, no problem. And then they're like rushing to Kochek and then anyway, go, anyway, go. I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem. Yep. Here you go. Have a good night. That's what we'll play at the end of the night. For like oh months, man. like this is the song that played the end of the night, and I was like, I don't hate it. It was great for us because my brain got to calm down a little bit. You know, we'd gotten really great tips from all the drug people because we found their coats. So here's a twenty dollar tip. Yeah, thank you so much, Stacy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the system that worked the way it was designed. <laughs> yeah, like huge tips. Like you found my jacket. I like love that jacket. I like. I can't believe you found it for me. That's so no. I'm giving you twenty dollars. She deserves twenty dollars. It's my money, and I'd be like, it's her money, Sarah. It's wow. Her money. So, so, um, so end of the so night. Specific. This song playing and that weirdness going on. It's just a great, just end to the night. You know. <laughs> Uh-huh. That was my ender. What a, <laughs> what a different experience. Mine, <laughs> yours seems to be a gradual step on the break, where mine was more of a standing stomp. Oh, no. <laughs> Just, no, it's abrupt. <laughs> this is over. You've I been mean, here too long. Home for a Rest is very abrupt. That's someone's home playlist that they've suddenly yeah, accidentally put on. Yeah. <laughs> John, because like, I can only imagine the East Coast from left to right, not even to center, just left to right. Now, you're going to say I'm alone with uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer? Because that also happened a lot. Why? I don't know. Just reminisce with us, y'all. <laughs> I don't know why. And suddenly, the, the zombie drunk white people would find new life and energy to belt this out. Leaning on each other for support. Like, just mess. <laughs> Just the <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what. It's a moment. Am I alone in this? That Listeners, never happened. Me out. <laughs> that never happened at any club that everyone to. So you it. were clearly like, I'm not trying to drop the name of my school to be like, it's real. You but because you were partying, someone vouch. You were partying in the woods. Civilized. <laughs> yeah. God. What was yours? Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't even think middle of the night. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's end, end game play. Well, anybody <laughs> name drop. Wizards, yeah. the location of the bar and rail yard. <laughs> for, <laughs> other, for, for, for the West Indians in the room, <laughs> this is a song that is continuing the night, not you leaving. Yeah. John is grabbing Although his that coat. that is my segue to John is grabbing a coat and a huff and getting out. Doesn't matter if he's only been there for an hour, he's leaving. Or if I'm working, I'm shooting people off. There's, there's some sort of, there's some sort of dance that some of my friends and their friends had to this. I'm like, I. It's just a annoy- Listen, the song is annoying. Like. Tempted to touch. Oh tempted to touch. <laughs> <laughs> tempted to touch. Oh. Um, who was that other guy? Red Rat? Was he at that time? I Red don't even rat? know what, what Who's language that? he's speaking. Sequasa? No. Guys, no nothing. Hold on. Red Rat. Oh. Oh, no. Which song, though? Ghosts was also big at that time. Yep. Like, no, that's, no. I don't know who you're talking about then. 
Um, but no, I mean when you when you work, you know, when you work the nights and it's whatever in these places and these stupid oh, songs yeah. come on all the time, oh, it's yes. just annoying. Like <laughs> annoying. Like I hate the song. We opened a wound on John, and I'm so sorry. Like, I just can't stand it. It's just. That was John's self-imposed end of the night. <laughs> He's like, we are leaving this establishment. We are hitting stop. Nah. We are turning this car around. <laughs> oh, man. Do you get any other songs for you, Jen? Any other? Uh, Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. I don't understand how any. Listen. Again, you were partying in a barn. <laughs> Just wasn't. admit it. You were in a barn. I was partying among the whites. John, <laughs> we, need to, we need to let the people hear this song. What song? Sweet Caroline. Oh. <laughs> Where it began in a Again. barn. <laughs> Revived energy. I can't begin to Ready to just. Because we are partying in a barn. And while in my days <laughs> bartending, um, well, at first I was um, I was handing out the, the VIP bracelets, the, the, the no cover bracelets. Ah. And then towards the end of the night, I would come in and either like um, bar back or just be extra hands for last call. Because that and living on a prayer would be on. But, like, Sweet Caroline in particular, people would be, like, rushing for last call. Like, you know, DJ says it's last call. So everybody goes and does and gets their $4 drinks for the road or whatever. But they're like, this song will come on. They're trying to order their drinks. And then, like, we'll turn to yell the lyrics out and then come back to us. We're like, uh, no. What? <laughs> This is a karaoke song. This is not like a club song. This is a I'm karaoke like, I don't song. That's what you play at sports games. Yes. Why does it belong there? Because that's the interlude. Because it that's brings everybody in the yeah. whole stadium. And that's what this did, too. No, not clubs. No. Nonsense. <laughs> Either way. Those were the, you know, se- usually segued by some Journey song. Usually Don't Stop Believing. Because we were in South Detroit at the Why time. Why were you guys going to this place? I don't understand. <laughs> Barn living. You guys like, like came, kept coming back to this place. Like I said, there was a whole road. There was a whole street where all of these clubs lived. So we had about like between fifteen to twenty to choose from. But we had like the core nucleus, it was just maybe like five to the bottle six. Or that <laughs> to have was the best a shot game? of hearing music that we would like for longer, we only had like maybe five or six. And then as we got older, we would know we were friends with the DJ. So we'd How did you guys pull off homecoming? I'm sorry, what? How did you guys pull off homecoming weekend? What's that? That would be your sports weekend, I think. Oh, sports weekend, yeah. Yeah, sorry. your version of that. I don't know. I didn't go. Homecoming it was Caribbean as hell. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I was coming up, it was Caribbean as hell, and I have allergies. Mm. So right, right. it's a thing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Don't. Don't at me about you it. West don't don't question me about it. Don't stop listening just because Jan hates you personally. Yeah, don't stop it, listening. I don't hate you personally. Would I you just like to explain to everybody what sports nope. weekend in at Windsor? You're nope. Sports mater's. weekend. I, can, I, can I explain what I thought sports weekend was? <laughs> I mean, growing dodgeball, up, dodgeball growing up there were sports. <laughs> <laughs> like when my sister... When, when my sister was old enough to go, there were sports. There was a basketball tournament, and I think there was a baseball tournament at the time. There was a fashion show. Like there were There were events... And I don't know what happened to it. By the time I came up, it got <laughs> it got Toronto fied. My and, only and <laughs> true true scene stilled, and oh I don't no. I don't know what to. I got roped into one. I am no longer friends with most of the people I went with, <laughs> and uh, 
allergies. As somebody who only ever heard of Sports Weekend, what <laughs> I thought Sports Weekend was from seeing my friends' photos was just partying. But and then also what? Yes. But then what I imagined was like sprinkled in between was like sports award ceremonies. I didn't know anything else about if it. If only that's literally <laughs> people like sports weekend. I was like, oh, so it's probably like an awards time. Whenever you bring everybody over, it's all your techies, whatever, blah blah. Like everyone gets an award. You go nah. from there. But there's like partying. <laughs> but all I knew of sports weekend was the fashion, because people were picking their outfits months in advance, like from the year before. They're like, can't wait for sports weekend next year. So excited, Windsor. Yeah, hey. All I knew of Windsor was passing through it to get to Michigan. Yeah. I never stopped in Windsor for anything. I think the only times we ever did was to get gas, to eat, and maybe we knew someone who lived there, we stopped at their house or something. It Windsor was a drive through town yeah. for us. And so when people like I knew people lived there. I just didn't know the the climate of the area. And so when friends of mine from Toronto who were not U of Windsor students were going there to see their friends, I was like, Oh, it's just a partying weekend. But I was like, you said yeah. sports weekend, so I'm imagining that some sports are either You're played. You're wondering why it's called sports weekend. Yeah, like played or <laughs> awarded during this time, but no one could ever tell me about that. They All they could tell me was all the jams they went to. There used to be sports. Everything else. And I'm just like, why are you still calling it sports weekend? <laughs> hey. It's catchy, I guess. I'm sure like, the same questions can be asked for why it's still called Caravana. I mean, it's... Or Scotiabank presents Scotiabank Caribbean presents themes. <laughs> Scotiabank <laughs> presents uh, West Indian music, sort of culture, sort of. And Drake. I mean, oh, man. Like, it's gonna be it's gonna be Same OVO arguments. presents soon. It's gonna be OVO something soon. I'm sure. Well, I'm I'm sure is he's this gonna still take a thing? How would I know? Carabana, yeah. Or sports weekend. Sports weekend. Oh, I have oh. no idea. <laughs> I have zero it's idea. Not monthly newsletters. They don't. What? <laughs> they don't Who send do you, you guys like fundraising letters? Or Who do you think I am? You don't get alumni letters? I don't. Oh, you, you opted out of that? I did. Dang. Jen said, <laughs> Yeah. Smoke we out. I'm out of here. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> um, I had another song for um, Club Editor. Again, I enjoy the song. It's a cute song. But then again, not, not a vibe. Volume, please. I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed I'm here I belong Who's the I belong with you You belong with me in my sweet That's the Lumineers Um, <laughs> oh hey It was super popular Like people just people loved do. Like the singing song. this song, like there were different events. Like that was just a song. Like there was one open mic I went to, and like someone did that. And it was just like fun. It was a nice like call and response for like people, right? That that was uh-huh. it was a good time. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> that song again, not necessarily compared to all the other songs. Like they were just like heavy hitters, bass, 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 bass. And then like this song come on, you're like, ah, oh, the night is winding down. Yeah, people okay. would still like, hey. See, ah. gradual descent where ours yeah. were just You were screeching halt. Yeah, you hear this weird <laughs> you hear this weird tempo change? Get out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We believe, uh, Halifax was ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you also hated this song. I didn't hate it. That's just the end of the night. Okay. Again, this wasn't close enough to the end. Fun fact, <laughs> this is the last R&B album I actually listened to. Honestly, for me, too, one of the last that I paid attention to. 
and I have no problem with that. Yeah, that this is also maybe male R and B. This is also the last, the last Usher album that I recognize. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't. I don't play with his other ones. This the Confessions yep. album to me that he retired with Confessions. <laughs> the rest <laughs> stuff he does from here on out is just for play. Except. Well, except that's with the same time. For um, his song on Jingle Jangle. Except for that. But that's new. <laughs> that's like ten years after the fact. Like again, for me, that that's his coming out of retirement song for me. Ah. And he's done plenty of things since then. I just don't recognize them. Damn. Confessions was like he like Same. woo peaked. He I peaked no with confessions. Clue. That was be- that whole album, no skips. Every other album from then. Nah. Did I go end up at an Usher show? <gasps> No, it wasn't Usher. Ah, it was, dang it. It was, um. <laughs> Why do you tease us? <laughs> Have you tell me someone who's not even in the same vein as Usher? I'm, I'm mad. Thro- I'm flipping tables. <laughs> who's a ride my pony guy? Genuine. Wait, oh, that's, not the, not, the that's not the same. That's not the same. There's two dark skinned black dudes. That's not right. From Atlanta, Genuine right? is not dark skinned. Atlanta, right? Isn't he darker skinned? Come on. They sing R&B. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Genuine's dark Genuine crawled so Usher could walk. <laughs> yeah, Genuine's dark skin. Okay, me too. He is darker than you. Yeah, not much. <laughs> he totally is. Check his baby hairs and tell me again. Olive tone. Fuck out of here. <laughs> he would be a medium in the makeup bag. Okay. <laughs> Either way. Tell me how you ended up at a genuine show. Were you drugged? Well, you no, it's no. Someone told you no. it was Wu Tang, and they was lied. Was it a date? This is along that lines. Oh no! Not not Wu Tang specifically, <laughs> but it was. I can't remember what summer it was, but it was um, it was Caravana time. It was um. <laughs> Awesome. I just, this started. story is just so exciting. Because the distress on your face. So suspicious. The distress on your face right now means I'm that trying you to did dig not want to dredge up this these, memory. The fact yeah, that someone just got this over on you back. is hilarious How did they to rope me. you in? They rope us. I mean, we went voluntarily. We paid money to go see. It was billed as um, Capleton was there. Oh. So, yeah. and at the time, the fireman was the biggest thing for us. And uh, one of the biggest things for us, and uh, he was coming down to perform at the Rogers Center. Was it the Roger, Rogers Center? Or Rogers ACC Dome. at that time? No, Rogers Center would be Skydome, ACC. ACC, and yeah, Media. ACC, sorry, at the yeah. time. So uh, I, can't, I have no idea who was else on that bill. But, I mean, you know, we weren't there for anybody else but Capleton. Um, a lot of people were only there for Capleton. Which so, just like snuck in, like um, <laughs> I he might have been on the bill or something like that, and it was one of those things where you just kind of like it's odd, like okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> odd little variety show we got going on here. Oh, no. But I guess we're showing Mass everybody appeal. not a variety. Show. I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't right. But you know what I mean. Like Genuine it's like this is just kind of random lineup or whatever. But I mean, he came out. And he did his prancing up and down the whole <laughs> side. There was literally, everybody was just sitting down waiting for the next, wow. for Cable to, to come out. <laughs> um, there was awesome. maybe eight girls that were there for Genuine. And if he went to the one they side of the that. stage, they went to that side of the stage. He went to the other side of the stage, they went to that other side of the stage. That's so, so funny. <laughs> the rest of us were all just... <laughs> 
what is going to be over? <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to him. He was a professional about it. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he just realized he wasn't, he wasn't, no one was here for him. But he did his thing. Damn. And as soon as he was done, they turned the lights on. And that's when people just, everything that was removable got thrown. Um, the sound edit engineer, their deck, that got just wet up. That was just, uh, People were just, yeah, people were livid. I was livid. It, wow. No one wanted to waste <laughs> three, two hours, whatever, to, like, for genuine. I mean, How like, long was he on stage? <laughs> he just full like, said he was the main star. Oh, like, he was the main? It wasn't Capleton that was the? They had Capleton oh. built, but Capleton was a no-show, or I don't know what oh, happened. Just, oh, so it's just he was no-show. We got scammed. <gasps> I don't know. No one explained anything to yeah. anybody. It was just the lights came on, and this is the end of the show, and. We were cheesed. Like it wasn't. It wasn't cool at all. And I don't know if they had whatever Pacific Police Squad coming out roaming the halls of ACC after that. But damn. Yeah. Would <laughs> 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 we? Damn. That janky sad. promoters. You know. Yeah. Duped. Would, could it just not like, get across the border? They're like, not even in the, the same yeah, no, vein. No, I mean he was. He, he's come to Canada. Yeah. You know those situations uh, where like someone's just coming, you're like, actually, they have priors. To I'm like, and you knew this before. No, they but that's well, that was the so. story of anyone who ever said they were stepping foot in Windsor. There was there was one time that deep in my youthful past where um, Ludacris was slated to play the probably R.I.P. the Freedom Fest, and there was one year. Yeah, I think it was Ludacris, of course. Probably never even heard of this invite. I don't know how this got around, but <laughs> whatever. Um, there was also a time uh, Shockler was supposed to come, and people like to tell me he showed up like three hours later. I'm like, but three hours later, who's still there? But whatever. It was a free like outdoor show, whatever. Jeez. I'm like, I wasn't sticking around for this. I barely, I mean, uh, if they're not with the rest of the crew performing Northern Touch, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so... I wasn't going, but either way, like, there was, and I'm sure anybody who grew up in Windsor was like, has a couple of these were like, yeah, so-and-so was slated to be a town and they never showed up or like, no, you just go to Detroit to see them like a normal person. You got a, you went through Ticketmaster, you have a ticket, it's in go. a venue. I mean, scammers beware. <laughs> I mean, Listen, it's just. DMX showed up to Peterborough one year and I was like, here? <laughs> But wow. he was on it was some like Xbox tour or something like there. But he came along with there's a huge wow. Xbox Xbox um like uh trailer or whatever parked outside on main on the main street. I remember looking at it, being like, "That's strange," and then seeing like DMX have it. I was like, "This is stranger." <laughs> I was like, Not "DMX the main is street. DMX is here." On George, like here, here, going to that venue over there for a th it's not a it's not a joke, and like I think I had. I think I was or working that area, so I, I didn't go, and I, I didn't even know it was happening, because I definitely would have gotten tickets for this if I knew it was happening. Okay. Like, I would not miss that. Like, when am I, wherever else am I going to see DMX in Peterborough? <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. That's a good point. So I that was incredible to me, and I was like, kudos to you, sir. Get your money. <laughs> <laughs> the friends that end up going were just like, this was bizarre, <laughs> and we will never see DMX again, but that was so cool. And I'm like, I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, did he know where he was? Did he, like... It, 
when I end up when I looked up the actual official like tour thing, like I was like, yeah, you were not like like it is on the list. Like no one, Damn. there wasn't a random detour. Like now we're in this weird little town, haha. Like <laughs> you knew exactly where you were going. And I was like, kudos, Peter Bro. Peter Bro took offense to that. Probably. I. That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, the weird little town part. That's what I, I, but uh, Peterborough. But here's the thing. Peterborough uh, prides itself in being a weird little town. Peterborough like, that's Pete's. not a, That's not an insult. Yes, Peterborough Pete's. I have seen them play. So I know. Um, <laughs> it's Thanks. not. A, it's not an insult to Peterborough to be weird. Like they know. They know they're weird. Okay. So, mm. <laughs> like I got to see Hanson, Umbop, Hanson. Sounds appropriate though. In Peterborough, but also you seem too young for to know that. How would I be too young to know Hanson? They were literally you my were, growing you were like up. Six when I was Bob definitely older out. than that. <laughs> I was I was like preteen when that song came out. Still though. So and like they they had Peterborough. I know it's off tangent, but like Peterborough has this little like music festival, and they pull in huge artists, and it's a free show That's for like the whole summer. And every Saturday is a headliner, and one Saturday it was Hanson. All right, then. I was like, hey yo, shout <laughs> out. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so we also want to hear from you. Hit us up and let us know what songs got your parties going and then effectively ended them. Uh, maybe you got some songs that we didn't think of. Uh, so friend us on Apple Music and Spotify to get this and future playlists that we come up with. Uh, then rate and review us and then get in touch with us. Email questions at notthatsorry.com. We're also on Twitter at notthatsorrypod and on Instagram at notthatsorrypodcast. If you give us a five-star review and write a little something, I just might read it on the show. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see if it's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that on that, as Antonio would say. That's that on that. And uh, thank you for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye.